This is Binding Chaos by Heather Marsh. We're going to cover pages 67 through 75, Expertise Without Oligarchy. While most action-based systems can be completely open to participation by anyone, there are situations where an elite level of knowledge and accreditation of some sort is necessary prior to participation. Complicated surgery or engineering are examples of this type of work. While accreditation can and should come from the user group and be completely transparent and permeable, ability in many cases can only be reviewed by those who have attained an above average level of specialized knowledge. In these cases, there must be peer acknowledged levels of expertise attached to specific people, a situation not compatible with pure stigmergy or horizontal action. Idea-based systems, such as some scientific research, which should be open to all contributions, require extensive feedback and peer review of ideas, both to identify signal from noise and to provide knowledge bridges between elite levels of knowledge and casual users. In many specialized systems, such as the pharmaceutical industry, the entire user group has an urgent interest in ensuring that ideas are properly audited, but few have the interest or ability to inform themselves to the level necessary to be able to audit. No one has the time to inform themselves to an expert level of knowledge in every system which affects them, even if that information is completely transparent and available to all. In these systems, ideas need to be promoted by those users qualified to understand them. It is necessary to define a form of elitism of ideas or people that will take advantage of expertise but not remove control of a system from the end users. Ignoring elite knowledge in favor of a pretense at completely horizontal governance will not eliminate elitism. It will only create hidden oligarchies dominated by those without the expertise required, usually celebrity personalities. In allowing this form of elitism, ultimate choice must always be left with the entire user group. An epistemic community is a knowledge resource only. Superior knowledge can only be forced to work for the well-being of the entire user group. Authority remains with the entire user group and the epistemic community is forced to remain completely transparent and permeable. Science may dream of brilliant innovations, but the user group controls whether the, those are implemented or created. This authority also provides the incentive for transparency and knowledge bridges to explain reasoning to the entire group. As the stigmergy votes in a concentric group are frequently replaced by actions as expert review will show the options most likely to bring the best results. This information is then available to all and those options will, barring outside factors, be accepted as best practices by most of the user group. The celebrated hive mind behind recent actions has never actually existed in practice. The hive takes actions, but ideas originate with individuals. On every occasion depicted as a mass hive action, there has been epistemic community or solitary planning initiating a butterfly effect. Even when these planning groups are theoretically open to all, they are in actuality only open to those with knowledge of them. A Acknowledging epistemic communities does not create them, simply brings them into the open and allows any member of the user group to participate. An epistemic community can be people or ideas depending on the situation. Idea-based systems should promote ideas instead of people, a body of laws instead of a judiciary. Action in a specialized action-based system can only be taken by those peer recognized as qualified but meaningful input can come from a broad section of the user group and be evaluated and promoted by those qualified. 
Promoting ideas also allows auditing of an idea without all the unrelated distraction of attached personalities. There is an urgent need to separate expertise from popularity. Influence held by social media celebrities using strategies such as team followback or influence peddling to earn social media rewards must not replace real trust networks of expertise recommendation. Nor must charisma and public relations skills replace knowledge in physical meetings. In a concentric user group, people or ideas promoted to the center of their peer group receive greatest amplification and their findings will be audited, amplified, and explained to the general public by outer circles. Concentric circles relate to sound amplification. The voices or ideas in the center are amplified more greatly. They are not hierarchical as they have no direct control over the actions of anyone. While transparency will ensure that conversations in the center are heard by all, it is unlikely that they will be understood by those with no knowledge of the system. It is not reasonable to expect those in the epistemic community to explain their reasoning to every member of the user group and attempt to educate every member to an elite level of understanding. But those of the user group with an interest have a right to education and understanding of that which affects them. Communication should not be the full responsibility of the experts at the center, but should be carried over expertise bridges by full transparency and user participation. It is the responsibility of each user in an open system to educate themselves to their own level of comfort using the data and user population of each level to inform themselves. Their input and decision-making impact would then be commensurate with the expertise they acquire. Epistemic community in the center should not need to protect themselves from demands or attacks from completely uninformed users. The circles of expertise which promoted them to the center should also verify and explain their findings to the outer circles. Ideas can never be furthered if discussion is always at the level of the novice and the ideas of an expert can only be tested by other experts with equal understanding of the topic. If a concentric user group, the receptive field is stronger near the center, so informed opinions will be heard more clearly by experts in the center, but full transparency will allow anyone from any part of the system to be as informed as they wish to be on any other part. Knowledge bridges allow discussion to be held at every level of expertise and corrected by those with greater knowledge. Knowledge bridges also allow input from casual users to be instantly promoted to be heard by the epistemic community if the user group finds the points valid. Knowledge bridges need to ensure that the best ideas are promoted and disseminated, regardless of the attractiveness or popularity of the person with the expertise. Acceptance of ideas must be controlled by the entire user group, and the user group must always have the power to shun, thereby removing power from any peer-promoted expert. This is necessary to avoid a closed oligarchy, but it must be approached warily as that the so that the amplified voices in the center are the true experts, not the most populist and attractive choices. It is incumbent on the user group to protect the center from celebrity grabbing and manipulation if they are not to recreate the populist systems of representative democracy. In representative democracy, we have learned the people in general prefer to place their faith in leaders who are like them instead of leaders who are so expert they do not understand them. In order to avail ourselves the greatest expertise on each topic, we must place our most knowledgeable experts in a position of transparent authority while also providing a knowledge bridge leading from their ideas to the casually interested observer. According to Letta Hollingsworth research, to be a leader of their 
contemporaries, a child must be more intelligent, but not too much more intelligent than them. A discrepancy of more than about 30 points of IQ does not allow for leadership or even respect or effective communication. The same principle appears to hold for levels of knowledge on a given topic. Hollingworth notes, and this starts in italics, a lesson which many gifted persons never learn as long as they live is that human beings in general are inherently very different from themselves in thought, in action, in general intention, and in interests. Many a reformer has died at the hands of a mob which he was trying to improve in the belief that other human beings can and should enjoy what he enjoys. This is one of the most painful and difficult lessons that each gifted, gifted child must learn if personal development is to proceed successfully. It is more necessary that this be learned than that any school subject be mastered. Failure to, failure to learn how to tolerate in a reasonable fashion the foolishness of others leads to bitterness, disillusionment, and misanthropy. End of italics. This loss of expertise is a tragedy for both the experts and society. There needs to be a method of organization that will use all expertise at the level it will be most effective and avoid communication barriers. Those with elite knowledge need to be able to have relatively quiet conversations with others that can expand and audit the knowledge base while still providing complete transparency, permeability, and control for the rest of the user group. Most manifestations of attempts at horizontal governance attempted to deny all elitism by discouraging or forbidding it in any form and denying its necessity. Whether or not oligarchy exists, elitism most certainly does in every field that requires expertise beyond that of a novice. To not allow elitism would be to not allow expertise, which would cripple any society. Elite levels of knowledge exist today for many reasons. Exclusion of the majority of the population from education and access being the biggest. As an ideal and an open, transparent society, anyone would be capable of attempting to contribute to elite knowledge resources, but limitations of interest or ability will still exclude all but a few. This is not an evil if it is properly controlled, and it is in fact the best way to ensure decisions based on real expertise instead of connections and other sources of power. Where elite knowledge exists, there will always be elite conversations. If there are not clubs which require membership, then there are parties such as that which started Martha Stewart's troubles, or just conversations that are held above the level of a novice's understanding. The keys to allowing elite expertise but not allowing for elite conspiracies are transparency and knowledge bridges. If Martha had instantly tweeted the conversation at her elite party and people had rapidly spread its meaning to a novice level, there would have been no unfair advantage in her conversation. Oligarchies appear to be inevitable for many reasons. The re reasons related to control of the work of others for achieving goals we can overcome by using stigmergy, consensus, and other tools. But there is a place in society for an elite system of knowledge, and that knowledge will always be a source of power. The key to preventing elite knowledge from becoming a tyrannical oligarchy is to maintain control by the user group over action and decisions and treat epistemic communities always as a knowledge resource, not a governing power. Shutting can be used to instantly remove power in an open system, keeping the real power within the user group, not the epistemic community. No system of elite knowledge must ever become unassailable. When combined with stigmergy, the work 
produced in systems with transparent, permeable epistemic communities may finally be of the highest standard we can attain, and the work environments will allow autonomous control for all. Once there were exclusive clubs and organizations where people could go to isolate themselves and rule the world in the lead company, they need to be replaced with transparent, helpful epistemic communities, which are part of the community. The Communist Party of China, the Vatican, and the Davos Group are all examples of oligarchies which no longer have any legitimate reason to conduct their activities in secrecy and with no input from their user groups. This part is in italics. If power from property ownership and hierarchical organizations are removed, knowledge and celebrity will be the dominant sources of power and the places to watch for a new oligarchy. So I'm not going to even begin to, to say that I understand all of this. Um, I do kind of get the understanding, I mean, I do, I do get the understanding of, you know, what do you do with all this knowledge and who controls that knowledge? And all I know is problems I've seen with uh, such as Aaron, uh, I can't remember his, poor guy, I can't remember his last name. He's the one who brought to the attention that uh, you need to make the journals that, you know, it's a billion dollar industry for like JSTOR and others. And you need to make that information public, especially if it was funded through public money in the first place. And the reason being is that when he was able to do it with, I believe he went after law first, and he was able to preliminary, preliminarily show that, hey, if you were a rich firm and you made a lot of money, you could pay. It was more likely that your cases would be heard, and it was more likely that you would have favorable rulings on those cases. And he got that by being able to mine all the data from all the uh journals, legal journals that have been published by making them open source. Uh, he attempted to do the same thing with medical, which I'm sure would have shown the same, but he was caught and then the government tried to sentence him to 35 years in prison because the government's insane, and he ended up uh, killing himself. So that is like a huge red flag for something's wrong. Um... Let's see. And I think it's real important, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that right now. But let me try. Give me one second. <sighs> nope. Hold on. No. Why are you not giving me... Oh, for some reason... <laughs> it doesn't want to give me. So let me go back to the beginning and find her dictionary. I'm pretty sure she had a dictionary of terms. Yeah, glossary. 169. So I think... Oops. Pardon me while I get this up. Okay, so we're going to look up two things that she uh, had going on here, and that was epistemic community. A way to, okay, so there's a couple of definitions. I know she had a lot. So I think if I give the definitions, which I probably 
probably should have given at the beginning. It would have been more helpful. But um, I didn't realize we were going to be up. Epistemic community. A way to provide, this is, this is glossary, this is from her glossary. A way to provide elite expertise for projects without relinquishing control to an elite oligarchy. People or ideas are peer promoted from within the user group, and communities remain transparent and permeable to everyone. Acceptance or rejection of ideas is always up to the user group to avoid an unassailable oligarchy. Typically organized in transparent, permeable, concentric circles. And the other one she used was Stigmergy, and I don't even know if I'm saying them right. Hold on, I'm going to look that one up too. I'm going to find it. Stigmergy, action-based method of collaboration which follows an idea. If people understand and agree on a goal, everyone has autonomy as to how or whether they work to further that goal. Communication is through transparency. Secrecy and ownership of ideas are in opposition to stigmergy. So those are two definitions that she's been going over in this chap in this section. Actually, this is the only the beginning part of this chapter. Okay, let me go back to the beginning. So she is, this is expertise without oligarchy. This was the introduction, actually. And there's three more sections that we're going to read. Uh, shutting, trolling, and photoshopping is the next one. Then epistemic communities and action-based systems and celebrity and thought leaders. So we'll break it down. So this is the uh, first part of, it's like the introduction to expertise without oligarchy, what that would look like. And then I'll do the three sections. Excuse me, one at a time. All right, that's it. <laughs> Once you start yawning, it's time to stop. All right, thanks for listening.